Hey, this is Kelly Craywick. Welcome to the Coffee with Kelly podcast. Every morning, God downloads little tidbits of encouragement into my life, and I would like to share them with you. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, and let's take a moment to chat. Oh, today I have a special guest on with me. It is Greg Craywick. How are you, Greg? Oh, <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just fine. Okay, and, so and we're laughing because... We're laughing because... Well, there's usually, lots of reasons we're laughing. I'm laughing because I don't think I'm that special because I wasn't your first guest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because... I usually produce my own You, you show. do, and you have me over here <laughs> and, barking at you and about... somebody's telling me, do this first. That's why this okay, happens. Do this so first. <laughs> we're in a wind tunnel, right? Yes. So, okay, so to, the heat comes on, and it's... We have, to, <laughs> we have to go turn the heat off. So we have to turn the heat off, and then we let the dogs in because they're barking, and then as soon as we let them in, they decide to... To bark in to the bark house. In the house, so then we let them out, and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen... It's Saturday. They stand at the back door and wait... For pedestrians to walk behind our house. Yes. Because there's a road behind our house going to the lake. I think I talked about that. And yes. mm-hmm. they just sit there. They're like little patrol soldiers. They are. They're mm-hmm. patrolling the perimeter. Yes. Yeah. So we have that. <laughs> and that the, the lighting has to be perfect. Now, I just don't use as many lights. And you turn all these lights on and I'm at my Only glasses so I can on see what I'm doing. Y'all, you just, it, this is such a day. And then such a it's day not really this. coffee with Kelly today. It's more like sparkling water and, and protein, protein drink. drink with Kelly today. I've so. already had my coffee. Can right. you tell? I can. Yes. <laughs> oh, anyway, so we have this bright idea. Last night, I bought a movie that is produced by Kirk Cameron. Yes, it's called Monumental in Search of America's National Treasure. Yes, and I just saw it when I was looking for other things. On, it's Actually, I bought it used on Amazon. And so anyway, we, I thought, I want to see this because I read, I read about it, and it's mm-hmm. kind of just talking about our founding fathers and the the Christianity that or, or the God, Jesus, that was a part of the foundation of our country. I'm guessing, I, I don't know what year... They made this, but I'm guessing I, I would say in the last one or two years, this is this is a fairly recent production. I think it was before COVID. Oh, was it? I think so because okay. he wasn't. No one was wearing masks, and there oh, wasn't. That's true. He, he flew okay. over to other countries, oh, and there was no problem. I digress. So. Three years. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, but it is it is very modern. It's a good movie. Recent. We we only started we started watching it late last night. We got about a quarter into it, and it was so there's so much information there's that you lot. just want to write things down. Yeah. And and it just reinforces things, you know. Like it just makes you think. And well, so, he's, anyway, he's, he started, and you fell asleep. I, so. I was I was struggling to stay awake because it was late when we were watching this. But he started. What I like, what Kirk Cameron said at the beginning of this movie is he started off by saying, you know, we're, we turn on the news, and the impression that you would get from the United States is it's falling apart. Everybody hates each other here. And there's all uh, this conflict. Yeah. Racism and, and all this bad stuff is happening here. And everybody's owed something because of the way the United States started. Right. And, and right. so we were what slaves and yes. Right. So what he did is he's decided to go back to England where it all started, where it all started and, and why they came here and, and to find out who the pilgrims were, who the Puritans were, who the separatists were right. and why they broke away from King James. And it is absolutely the journey that they took that or they had to take to get to the United States. Remember, they hired sea captains to get on on boats to get from uh, where they were to Holland yeah. and the sea captain duped them. 
Right. right. He right. took them for their money and then turned them over to the authorities. And then they were arrested and separated from their wives and children for a year. And it's just absolutely amazing that the journey that they took to break away from the oppression to come to the new America, the new land. Right. Right. So. Well, I also thought it was interesting to once they did make it over here, you know, they weren't the only people that were coming over to this country. Right. There were other people. And they talked about he he talked about he went through that whole journey. But when they got to the United States or to the new world, they it wasn't just the Puritans. It wasn't just the separatists, the the Christian, the Christian believing in God people that were here. Mm-hmm. And and so there were people that were taking slaves. There were people that were were killing Indian, you know, the Indians, the, sure. the Native yeah. Americans, but it wasn't the Puritans. It, they were getting along with them. They, they were actually, they were practicing a law. They're missionaries. They're, right. They were evangelists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I, I just thought it was very interesting because I think what happens is we're talking about different kinds of people that came to the new world, just like there are different kinds of people living here now, Yeah. you know, and, and to put them all in one group is not right. You know, that's why we're having the trouble we're having in the world today Mm -hmm. is we're putting everybody in one group. Right. White people are in a group. Black people are in a group. Native Americans are in a group. And that is not the way it is. That's not the way it was. Well, that's not the way it's children of God. Right. And children of not of God. Mm -hmm. Antichrist spirit. And and if you can if you can stand back as a Christian, as a believer in Jesus, as someone who follows the Bible and look at what's going on. They're, they're, they're pulling things that aren't, that are, yes, we're true, but not totally true. Like it's, you know, half truths. Yeah. There's no absolute anymore. Right. You know, I absolutely know that when the Puritans came over here, they were not killing Native Americans. Right. They were asking for help because that's why they had the Thanksgiving feast. They were friends. They, they were asking them to help them. They came to this country to get away from religious persecution. Mm-hmm. They came here and they were loving and, and they, they worked together with the Indians. It was other people that came and they were all white because they were coming from Europe. You know, a lot of, that was white people that came here, but not all the white people were killing people and doing bad yeah, things. Slavery and, and, and stuff and this like is, that. Exactly. Yes. So it's not about color. Mm-hmm. It's not about culture. It's not about race. It's just about people being people. Right. And, right? Then, and then we found, uh, we're, well, we're at the, we're at the point in the movie right now. Right. We're about two thirds through where Kirk Cameron's talking about Congress uh, was paying to print Bibles to put, into, put, schools. put it into schools. Right. And that stopped in 1963. Right. Because there was a massive rebellion right. out of the out of a small group of people in the United States that had a huge impact. Well, and you know what? I think it all stems from a good idea sometimes. Yeah. You know, like women felt like they needed to have more rights. Sure. And, and I'm all for women having rights. I love the freedom that I have, mm-hmm. you know, the ability, ability to vote. You know, there was segregation that wasn't right. So it's like working through all this stuff. And so you can take something that starts out as a great idea and really corrupt it easily. Yes. You know, because I think that's what happened. You know, like people, okay, you know, we, we have religious freedom. That's how we were founded. Religious freedom to believe the way we want to because there was so much persecution in England. And then where do you draw the line then? 
Right. You know, so now you're having, you're, you know, we had separation of church and state. And the reason why they did that is because in England, it was a dictatorship. It was a, what, what do they call the monarchy? Mm-hmm. He, the king only heard from God. Right. They left because the king didn't want people to have a Bible in English. Absolutely. Because they the were English Bible. They couldn't even read the Bible. Because the political system was using the church as the mouthpiece to the people. For the king. That's right. And the king was controlling the and church. And once the people found out that, hey, you guys ain't flowing right. 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 And that we need to live our lives unto God, not unto you bishops and whatever positions these people were holding in the church. That's when they were called separatists because they broke away. Right. They broke away from the church. So then they come over here and they they don't want that to happen again. So Mm -hmm. they say separation for church and state. Yep. And then now that we're here in the United States, you know, as that progresses, so what? The devil came in and he's like, okay. Devil's always I'm gonna use it. You guys did a great deal. This was a great thing, but I can take this and I can use this. Exactly. So now we have no Bible when the Congress had Bibles printed to put into the schools. Because they knew, hey, these people, they this. Why is this country so great? Because they were founded on religious principles, on God's principles, God not religion, right? On, on Christian, on the right. Bible, exactly. And once you take the Bible out, and it, right. and you tell people, oh, you can still be good. We know that they can't, and that's what they're trying to take away today. Exactly, exactly. It's amazing, and right. it's encouraging too. You know, because I think Kirk Cameron's whole point at the beginning of the movie was, you know, yes. God's going to come back. Yes, that we're going to run into in times, you know, all these things. However, what do we do for our kids? Because the things they're teaching in schools are lies now. They're not even they're not even teaching oh, the whole the history. They're right. taking things out of it and making it look like our founding fathers were these really bad white right. people that did all these bad and things. A lot of it's infiltration by socialist governments over exactly. the last you know fifty years yeah. or so, infiltrating our education right. system. Well, and, and everything. Why should we be surprised? Sure. We heard so many rumors in the last election about Russia jumping in and and affecting the the you know the way we voted, mm-hmm. affecting all the polls. And that turned out to be all false. Right. But uh, I mean, it's just, you know, you know, they have, they, you know, they have influence. Sure. And Here, it here's the thing. Uh, anytime you give the devil an inch, he's going to take a mile. Right. So if you're able to be compromised, mm-hmm. you're not going to be compromised just a little bit. There's always a catch. Right. Right. Uh, I heard one of our political, uh, personalities or whatever you I I'm I'm avoid trying to say Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay. But she said you never let a good crisis go to waste. Now why did she say that? Because they're able to oppress more. They're able to take advantage more. They're able to uh, take away more rights through a crisis. Right. And we've seen that through the coronavirus. We've seen that through everything that's been happening well, in the last two the years. Thing. It's it's a normal thing to want to do that when you're in power. To have more. Sure. You want more. And we all do. We want more. When we get a little bit, we want more. We yep. want more money. We want right. more power. We want more recognition, more um, people to recognize. You know, they like being in the limelight. They like the attention. Right. They, all this stuff is totally normal because we're sinners. Right. It's like a seeping gas that they're trying to let in the United States to slowly put us to sleep. Well, here's the thing. People are starting to wake up to this stuff. Right. Now, you're not going to be able to turn on your news and and see that i'm going to be real honest when we lived in carthage missouri most of the town there i would say it's probably uh 60 white 30 hispanic and maybe 10 african-american right 
when we were getting ready to come back and move back back to Spartanburg, right. I can, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say I was a little nervous because of racial tensions, because of what the media was portraying. Right. right. That white people were bad. White, you know, all right. this stuff right. well, about, yeah, about white it, people. And, and listen, Spartanburg is it's probably 50 50. Right. 50 percent white, 50 percent African-American. And right. I was actually a little nervous, like, oh, my gosh, are they going to receive me? Right. Am, am I going to be safe going into the grocery store? I mean, people listen, we got here and everything's fine. Right. It's well, cool. They're doing it's the opposite. It's also the opposite for like the African-American people, because I know they're thinking that white people hate them. Right. We think we're better than them. Right. We're white supremacists. Every, and it's all this stuff. And the truth is. The majority of our country is not that way at all. Not, not that way nope. at all. And they've made it where we're afraid to even tell someone we're not that way. Right. Because they might think we're that way because we're telling them we're not. Right. You know, Listen, it's like a, the, the news media is going to answer to Jesus Christ for the hate that they've been spreading, the lies that they've been spreading. And it's being turned up now. Yeah. A, a, we see it. It's more prevalent now than it ever has been. Right. Right. And it's awful. It's terrible. And they're going to have to answer for that. The whole point of all this is what they're trying to do is rip away the foundation of how our country started. Right. Because if you can tear that away, then you can build a new one. Right. Right. And that's what we hear now. I think that. Build back better and all this other garbage that they're trying to. And to look at it from a spiritual, a spiritual side of things, because I live in this little cocoon, I feel like I'm in like in this little Jesus cocoon. Mm -hmm. I'm not working in the, and I'm working at home. I'm doing all this stuff at home. I'm surrounding myself with Christian people. You know, I'm doing this Christian thing. And so I live in this little Christian bubble. And because of that, the spirit of God has just been able to just fill me. And I, I enjoy that spiritual thing. And then when like my dad will come home and he likes to watch the news, he always has. It's his generation. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll turn on the TV and and I'll immediately start hearing all this negativity. And it's a spiritual thing. There yes. is a spirit that I swear it's, it like riles up in the atmosphere when the TV comes on. Right. And I can feel it. The the it the tension that starts to just grab a hold of me. Mm-hmm. You know, so to say that this when Paul is talking in Ephesians about we battle not against flesh and blood, but against, you know, spiritual powers and principalities and the darkness of this world. It is so true. And it really is. I mean, I, I think God is using this time to kind of show me the spiritual thing. Yes. Like uh, Kelly, there really is a spiritual thing going on. Absolutely. There really is everywhere you go, that feeling that you get, that's that, nervousness, that anxiety that can jump on me. Mm-hmm. It's not just because I have a problem and I need a medication. You know, I need to say no in Jesus name right now. No anxiety. No, this is not happening. Right. And it stops if I can just, you know, because in Jesus name, it is a spiritual thing that is going on right now. Amen. The devil is after the church. Right. Well, he's in his last days. Yes. Of, of what he's, he's going to be able to do here on the earth. Dividing. Which is why he's attacking not only the countries and their foundation and mm-hmm. their political leaders or whatever influence they right. have, but he's also going after the church, the foundation of the church. Because what, what we stopped, we stopped preaching the Bible. We stopped preaching the Bible and what takes away our sins, what it costs God right. to take away, to forgive us of our sins. Now, well, don't you think, I think that people want to be fixed 
they want that quick fix. Sure. It's that way with everything, with a diet. You know, oh, I don't have to diet. I'll just take this pill. Mm-hmm. I'll just have this surgery. I don't need to, you know, the whole thing. And it's like, no, it's the, it's the, uh, the situation. It's the building, the circumstance. It's the, what, you, what am I trying to say? I don't know. What do we go through? <laughs> God puts us in a situation to learn. And, and, and until we learn, we're going to keep going around that same circle. It's that same thing, right? Yeah. So we're, so God wants us to learn. You're not going to get a quick pill. And, and so the preachers have started preaching. I'm so they're motivational speakers now. Yes. They're, they're doing things to pe- bring a bunch of people into the church. Let's all these lights, all these cameras, this big, huge building, this charismatic speaker. Right. And really he's not, you know, and I'm not, I'm just saying, but we have to be so careful that we keep the Bible in it because right. that is the foundation. It's not just God's love. It's what it costs God right. to forgive us. That's the Bible. And they're not talking about it. Right. Well, this morning, uh, what what spurred on this podcast is we were reading our devotion together. And it's very powerful. This is um, Oswald Chambers. We, we read every day, my utmost for his highest. And today's is called The Forgiveness of God. And I'll, I'll just read just the first paragraph here of the devotion and, and just listen to what he says here. It says, beware of the pleasant view of the fatherhood of God. God, and, and here is the pleasant view he's referring to, that God is so kind and loving that of course he will forgive us. That thought based solely on emotion cannot be found anywhere in the New Testament. The only basis on which God can forgive us is the tremendous tragedy of the cross of Christ. To base our forgiveness on any other ground is unconscious blasphemy. The the only ground on which God can forgive our sin and reinstate us to his favor is through the cross of Christ. There is no other way. Forgiveness, which is so easy for us to accept, costs the agony at Calvary. We should never take the forgiveness of sin, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and our sanctification in simple faith, and then forget the enormous cost to God that made all of this ours. That's good. So powerful. And when I read that this morning, I realized this goes right along with the documentary of Kirk Cameron that we were watching last night. There's trying to rip the foundation away. And they're using emotion. Yes. And and that is a big thing. Emotion has been a major motivation in everything. Sure. In in accepting in all the new laws that have been passed. It's mm-hmm. on emotion. You need to love these people. And and it's not about what is love. I mean, define it because now you're not telling me that I need to love them because I always did. What right. you're telling me is I have to, I absolutely have to watch this when, go on and not say a word. When you have the mindset that God is love and God will forgive me. Right. It allows you it more freedom a, to stay in your sin. It eliminates repentance. Exactly. That's what I taught the youth, the difference between forgiveness and repentance. But when you realize, when you really get what it cost God right. to forgive us of our sins, right. that brings conviction. Yes. Especially because you know, I mean, and you look, he prayed, Father, not my will, but your will be done. But if you can take this from me. Right. He didn't want to die. Right. But he did it. That that sacrifice. See the scripture, uh, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. He's talking to Nicodemus. Yeah. He's educating a religious leader. Right. 
And he said, Jesus told him, he said, you, you are a religious leader in Israel and you don't know these things. Right. Powerful. Yes. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Yeah. Greg, do you know, I noticed, um, that's a scripture that I learned in, in, in church and, there are so many kids now that do not even know that scripture. Right. That is like, a, that's like everybody, that's like everybody, you know, everyone knows John three sixteen. Everyone knows, um, John 14, you know, uh, four, is that 14, 14 six? Yeah. I, was, I know it in French. So I was like, I was like really? Six. Wow. Yeah, I do. Yes. Well, anyway, maybe you should do a podcast in French. That's only, I only know that scripture in French. I know what it is. Can, I just you, can you recite it? No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I'm That's just saying they don't yes. know it, you know, and, and that was shocking to me mm-hmm. that how can you not know that verse? You know, it just made me realize how far in deterioration our country has come. Meditate on that verse. Right. I mean, you see it on, t- well, you don't even see it on TV anymore. You know, at sporting events, people would have John 360. When's the last time you saw that? That's the foundation of everything. Yep. If you don't know that Jesus died for your sins and you don't know that that's the only way, Right that everyone who believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You have to believe in him. There's a, there's a thing there and they're taking it totally out because they don't want people to think that that's the only way. Right. If the devil can convince you that there's another way that maybe what these scientists are saying are true, that, and, and it's our own, and we've done so many things as Christians, not preaching it. And, and, and we did, it was good intentions. Cause I think, you know, we didn't want people to think that we didn't love them. Mm-hmm. And th- they got so emotionally sensitive or, or so overdrive on love and emotion that we were, we, we didn't want that. We do love them. So we were like, okay, we do love you. What do we have to do to show you that we love you? And what we did by trying to show them that we love them is stop preaching the word of God. Yeah. Because God does love you. And that's what I try when I talk to the kids. God does love you, but he cannot look on sin. Right. He's holy. Do you understand the fear of the Lord? Right? Yes. You have to, he's also that, that, justice and you, there is a consequence, you know, no matter what the world can tell us, whatever they want to, you will never get away from the consequence of your sin. There has to be true repentance and right. a new life, exactly. a new life in Christ. Exactly. Right. And, and, and then you, you, you can't, get into, you can't take Jesus and add him to your life. You can't merge Jesus right. into your life. You have you, to blow away all of your old and the junk. other thing is like, I think people that were, were so deep in sin that get saved and they do accept Jesus and they do ask for forgiveness. Well, then the devil comes in and he makes them think that there's such a religious spirit that they're all condemning them. Oh yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, understanding the difference between condemnation and conviction mm-hmm. and not looking at other people. Yeah. Well, they said this about me and then reacting, but knowing that it's all stems from one thing. Right. The devil's after you. He's going to lie to you and he will use whoever, whatever he has to. In your mind, somebody could say something and like, like, for instance, because I've been divorced every time somebody talks about divorce and I know other people struggle with this too. I'm just using it as an example, right? Every time someone mentions it in the church, I have to tell myself that is not me. I know God forgave me. I'm stepping out of that. I do not take on any of this. I've already asked, rep- repented and moved on. But see, some people want to, st- they can't let go of it. They still feel that condemnation all the time. And so it keeps them paralyzed in this spot where they can't move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get that um, not perfect, just forgiven. 
Mindset. Oh, that is, yeah. And that's it's like, come mindset. on, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're right. But move on, move forward. Right. Come on. Right. You know, no, you know, I know no one was perfect. Who in this room, who in this world is perfect? Jesus. Right. And he died. We killed him. Right. You know? Yeah. They, and that's the hard part about, and that we're finding yeah. the hard part about being in ministry leadership now is that the devil will tell people that we are religious. Yeah. Right. We're coming right. across. He wants to shut us up. He wants to and, make us quiet. And there's no way. Right. That, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And if I don't say, and it's like, I can't not say anything. Yeah. You know, I can't call out. I'm not calling out your sin. If I mention it and you feel conviction, then move. If I mention it and you have condemnation, you, it's all, it all stems to going to Jesus. Right. It all focus always has to be yes. getting back to the foundation. Jesus focus. It's Jesus. Good. Jesus. It, it's okay. And it's good to be a history buff because you need to know where you came from. Right. You need to know the history of the United States. You need to know the history of the God that you serve and what it cost him to forgive sin. Right. And I think sometimes I, I was just thinking about this because I think there's a lot of people you listen to them and they get on a soapbox because they're passionate about something. And I do this, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about other people because they're, they're what they're saying is right and mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes their delivery can be abrupt or, or it can seem religious or, but see what you need to do when that happens, instead of calling them out and, and ca- talking about them or, or feeling condemned is step back and just say, okay, God. This is you. Yeah. What they're saying is true. I'm going to step away. I'm not going to take any of this personally because there might have been somebody in the room that needed to hear that. You know what I mean? Not putting on that. Does that, you know, are you, are you following what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like, I really feel like sometimes I know I do it. I'll look at people and they'll say, well, I can't believe they just said that. But maybe God told them to say that. And I just need to let it work itself out without saying anything. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a whole religious spirit thing that God, and that's what the devil's doing. He's causing all of this in the church. So we're all looking at each other. Right. So. So that's good. I guess Greg's telling me to wrap it up. So I guess we need to wrap it up. Well, I'm just saying. I don't know who's driving this bus today. We could sit here and talk for three hours about, you know, everything. He's done. So we're going to be. No, no. I just want to say. Yeah. uh Stay on. It's all about control. No, no, no. I'm seeing. Yeah. Okay, Kelly. All right. It's time for you to be quiet. The lights are right. Listen, if I was driving this bus it would have been over about 20 minutes ago y'all and you all know it we know who's the talker okay all right. yeah thanks so much for listening to our podcast hope it was informational know your roots yes know and where you if, came from if you need the name of the movie again uh we'll put it in the notes when it's, we post this podcast uh, yes one more time monumental you don't have to say one more time oh, sorry we'll okay this. all right thank you so much have a good day <laughs> <laughs>